And sisters, annuncio vobis gaudium magnum. Abemus. Mr. Neff, Mr. Neff. E, Mr. Neff, che facciamo? Abemus. JP. You are listening to the ultimate Eurovision experience. Radio International with JP. Hello. Let's go. Hi, my name is Blanca and this is my song Solo. No, I'm better solo, solo. This is Pasha Parfeni from Moldova and this is my song Soarele și Luna. Hi guys, this is Lorraine from Sweden and this is my song Tattoo. You better enjoy it. Radio International, the post-Eurovision depression cure with Dr. JP. Queriendo te siempre así 
la cuerda de la moro. A powerful new force is about to hit this city. What are we gonna do now? Radio International. Oh joy! This is Linda Woodruff, the official spokesperson for the Eurovision Broadcasting Union, the EBU. You're listening to Radio International with JP. It's amazing. I'm blushing yet again. Thank you, Linda. Hello, everybody out there on the radio land, cyberspace, wherever you're picking up this week's edition of Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience. Hey, what a show we've got lined up for you. I, I doubt we can squeeze it all in, but we'll do our very best. Kicking us off, the Eurovision winning song of 1967, Barefeet, Sandy Shaw. Won it with Papa on a String, and you heard the Spanish version of it, Marionettas en la Cuerda. And I played that because there's a reason for it. Sandy Shaw teamed up with Howard Jones and made the new version of Papa Down the String 2023. So you're going to hear that one in a few moments. But also on the show today, on interviews from our Eurovision 2023 Liverpool time, there we had what an amazing Eurovision song contest the BBC together with Ukrainian television put together. In case you do ha- suffer from the post-Eurovision depression, fear not, a daily, a, a weekly dose, uh, that should be enough, a weekly dose of Radio International. If you want it daily, you can always catch up with past editions of the show via our website at www.radiointernational.tv or Spotify, iTunes, that's where you also pick us up and on the major podcasting platforms. Can find us but on the show today, we got Carrier from Finland. I had the pleasure to chat with him at the Turquoise Carpet, as well as Gustav from Belgium. And courtesy of Merci Cherie, the name is Marco, colleague there. We st- stood together at the Turquoise Carpet and uh, he was leading the interview with Marco Mengoni. Alika, that made it into the grand final of Eurovision for Estonia this year. Also, at the Turquoise Carpet, I chatted with the Dutch entrant, Mia, Nikolai and Dion Cooper. Leftover from last week, Victor Vernikos from Greece. I chatted with him at the press center after he dropped out of the semi-final. Didn't make it into the grand final. As well as Tural Turanex from Azerbaijan, the same fate. You're going to hear those interviews as well as uh, from Malta, Ryan Healy, the young gentleman that came second to the Basca in the national final in Malta. And we saw Ryan being the, the jury spokesperson, passing on the votes from the Maltese jury. All that's coming away, of course, as well. There is the Eurovision Spotlight. We have also, um, uh, oh, there's, 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 there's even more, the Eurovision Birthday File we have. The spotlight, by the way, is with Marcus Keppel-Palmer, Eurovision Lordship, which means we do have to bow when he comes on, okay? He is related. 
through like 50 corners with Camilla Parker Bowles. Indeed. So David Mann has got the birthday file and the cover spot and Javier Leal will be enlightening us with the Eurovision calendar this hour. New releases of Eurovision artists as well on the show today. And what else? Of course, good humor, good energy. Let's now go and listen to the song that came third in. Spain. Hi, my name is Chanel. I'm from Spain and you are listening to Radio International with JP. And this is my song, Slow Mo. Let's go. And uh, the tune is called Slow Mo, coming third at the Eurovision Song Contest 2022 in Turin. And Chanel has got the new song out. It's simply called PM, and it's on the way right here, right now. Radio International for all the fans of the Eurovision Song Contest. New. Saca, me la paso bien. No, no 
And that's a new song by Chanel from sunny Spain. This is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience. All right. Now, let me tell you also how you can pick up the show in case you not can do that live on Wednesdays. We're live from 7 p.m. Central European time via Switch Europe in the United Kingdom as well as on Facebook. On our Facebook page, Eurovision Radio International. In the post that's flagging it on top. There's a little link to Minute, and that's the chat room where you can also listen to the show, like what uh, Jose has done as well as Javier and Fun in Bella Italia. And of course, you're also on the website, you have the direct link to the radio station as well to uh, listen to the show without the chat room as well, of course. Ben, in case you missed it. Other chances on the weekend at 1 o'clock on two stations in the United Kingdom, 1 p.m. Central European time on Switch Network, as well as on South Norfolk Radio. Tuesday evenings, you pick us up in Malta at 9 p.m. via Galaxy, what used to be Galaxy, now called Radio 105. And on Friday, starting off the weekend with the 10 o'clock broadcast of Radio International the ultimate Eurovision experience on GoGo Radio Gibraltar. Failing that, fear not, you can always download your copy from our website at www. 
radiointernational.tv or subscribe to the podcast via Spotify or Podbean or iTunes. All the major podcasting platforms are taking the show. So no excuse to miss it. It is the PED, the Post-Eurovision Depression Cure. It is Dr. JP in the hot seat. The only cure for post-Eurovision depression. A weekly dose of Radio International. It's doctor's orders. Yes, you should follow them. Uh, okay. Now, let me play you one thing there that uh, well, we always do with the artists we interview and also a colleague of mine does that from a radio station in uh, Luxembourg is Alain Ferrotti and uh, he's a blind journalist and he had a chance to, to interview Lorraine at the uh, start of the Eurovision rehearsals in Liverpool and we have a little outtake there for you with Alan trying to get the station ID uh, from Lorraine so I, I need a station ID for my own radio station in Belgium. Yeah. The radio international is for a colleague. Um, mm-hmm. He met you with JP. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, it's for BRF1. You say hi. BRF1. One. Yeah. yeah. I will broadcast this interview in Belgium. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So okay. Yeah. let's give it a try and see if I if I do it right. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Otherwise, you'll fire me. Yeah. Hi. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, hi. I'm Louis, and you're listening to BRF1. That's okay. all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hi guys, this is me, Lorraine, and you are listening to BRF. Wait, I forgot. Uh, one, 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 yeah, one. Yeah, okay. yeah, okay. Like you are number yeah. one in the bookmakers. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait, wait, okay. Hi guys, it's me, Lorraine, and you are listening to BRF1. Cool. Thank you very much. No, thank you, honey. Thank you so much. Oh, taka schnell, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lorraine, she's, she's a hugging kind, a very friendly lady. And she won Eurovision 2023 as well as 2012. So, to do the song, uh, we played it last week, so we're going to give it a little miss this week. However, let's go and have a Eurovision winner that teamed up with an 80s pop idol, a pop star from the 80s, Howard Jones, and Sandy Shaw together with Puppet on the String. And this is the official release 2023. Are you ready for it? Let's go and have it. This is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience. New.
beautiful summertime version of Puppet on a String, Sandy Shaw together with Howard Jones. The 2023 remake. And actually Mark, who also is working with me on uh, many interviews, he actually went to the Eurovision Village and he bumped into Sandy Shaw. I need to ask him to send me that picture because I would have never recognized Sandy Shaw how she looks these days. All right, let's go and uh, do some interviews. The Eurovision Song Contest 2023 on Radio International with JP. Now, many pre-parties happened before the Eurovision Song Contest. After the national final season, it's pre-party season. And we never had the chance to air that interview with Alika. She made it into the grand final. Let's uh, get to know her. Let's uh, what we what we chatted with her at the Madrid pre-party in April. Here comes Alika. We are at the Madrid pre-party 2023, and with us now on the turquoise carpet is Alika, representing Estonia. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. The, the song is called Bridges. Tell us about the song itself. This song is actually speaking about being alone in a really big crowd actually surrounding you. So uh, this song is about losing yourself. And like we all know, we, uh, we are lying to each other daily, I would say. And it's a part of the nature, I think. But actually what we forget and what is really difficult to determine is that we are actually lying to ourselves and that what makes us lose ourselves and to be unconfident in something. And uh, I think this is really important uh, to know that I think that in every person on this planet is the strength and braveness is, is somewhat there and uh, you just need to open up this and just stand stand on your feet and, and go straight to the future. <laughs> Great message this is. Last year at this time we spoke to Stefan from Estonia. Yeah. Did you have the chance to meet him and did he give you advice how to do Eurovision? Yes, of course. Estonia is such a small country so musicians are all like a family in there and yeah I know Stefan really well and we, we were talking about Eurovision and he gave me a couple of advices so I'm really thankful for it that he he's always willing to help. Nice. Um, Alika, I watched Esti Laul and what was really special with your song was the magic piano that played itself. So uh, can we expect to have the magic piano on the stage in Liverpool too? Yes. Yes, it's it's really it's really good news because piano went to the Liverpool yesterday. So I'm really excited about that because this piano is huge actually like you see it. So uh, I'm really happy that Estonia piano is going to be on a stage and yeah, we'll be doing some magic over there and playing by itself. And uh, one of the composers of your song was also a composer of Duncan Lawrence's uh, song Arcade. So how did you get in, in touch with with them? was because of my ex-manager who has written him in Instagram and sent him my cover for Arcade and um, and Walter said yeah really cool really great but I unfortunately I don't have time for at least half a year <laughs> so that he's really busy but then uh, they started to they started negotiations <laughs> about about this about studio sessions and at the end yeah 
Walter was ready to, to do the studio session with me and we went to the Netherlands in August and we had two studio sessions, two writing days. So it was really great and I'm really happy actually that Walter is not, is not only the producer for me because he's an amazing producer but he's also a friend and he's supporting me and I'm really glad that we have met. Now you are a very young person, you have um, um, been going through Estilau to go to Eurovision, so what triggered you to send a song in or to, to take part? I just felt that my heart like, needs it. <laughs> I don't know how, but I'm a young woman and uh, I have a plenty of energy and I think I just felt that this is the right time to, to go on Estilau and to try myself out. So and now I'm standing right here. Well, you're part of the Eurovision family now, definitely. Yeah. Any plan to release your son in Estonia or any other language? Actually, right now we don't have a plan with it. Um, it's a really good question, and I know uh, a lot of artists are doing it. But but I think the purchase is so like international and personal and and special uh, in English because then like a lot of people know English, and uh, um, I think you can uh, find translates like I know. <laughs> I hope so. And yeah, I really hope that this song makes people feel not only because of the language but because of the emotion of the song. And what are your plans after Eurovision? Any new album, tour around Estonia or any other country? Yes, the album is actually will, will, will come maybe somewhere in autumn. I really hope so and it's going to be my debut album and I'm really excited so uh, I'm waiting for this moment and I really hope that it will be great and of course there there will be plenty of uh, songs in English and uh, yeah it will be great. <laughs> now you're now part of the Eurovision family and what are your first memories of Eurovision itself and do you have any favorite songs? I think that I don't remember quite much the first memory because I started to watch Eurovision when I was like a really, really tiny little girl. Uh, but maybe, maybe the most like exciting first, first memory of the Eurovision it was Junior Eurovision. Uh, uh, Anastasia Petrik ah, was, yes, was performing, yeah, representing Ukraine, and she won. And I know her from. Uh, New Wave Junior, it's like a com vocal competition and uh, yeah I was really happy for her and she has a really great song, she had a really great song so uh, so yeah but I, I think it is my first like big memory from Eurovision but yeah uh, I'm watching Eurovision as long as I remember myself. Nice, we wish you all the best of luck and a lot Thank of you. fun in Liverpool and do it well for Estonia. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, nice to meet you. The Eurovision Song Contest 2020 on Radio International with JP. Hey, this is Alika from Estonia and you're listening to Radio International with JP. And this is my song which is called Bridges. Enjoy it. Estonia. Oh 
I've told myself I've died Bring me to the place where I belong Filled with all the memories and dreams I have can a young lady like this have such a big voice it's so amazing and she made it into the final and uh, and uh, yeah it's bridges that's what it's called i just have not got the position where she ended up but i'm going to tell you that in just a few moments now it's time for our next interview we have lined up for you from the eurovision song contest 2023 sadly the guys did not make it into the grand final one of the rare years this happened is tural tuanex from azerbaijan <laughs> The Eurovision Song Contest 2023 on Radio International with JP. We had the Eurovision Song Contest 2023 in uh, Liverpool in the United Kingdom and we had the semi-final one last night and with us is Tural Turanex from Azerbaijan who did not qualify for the final but they're not really disappointed. I, I hope you, you know, tell, tell us how you, you feel about the, the result. Um, I feel actually uh, good, you know, I don't feel sad. Because my favorite countries, they're also uh, didn't, didn't pass, co- didn't pass, didn't qualify. We're feeling great. We're feeling that great. We're in that category. Yeah, you know? yeah. 
the best non-qualifiers <laughs> ever. <laughs> no, but in a way, everybody, I heard this from, you hear this from every artist that has been on the Eurovision stage. You're all winners because you are part of this, yeah. this pan-European show. Yeah. yeah. So that's how you have to look at it. So Yeah, we don't even never going to disappoint of like uh, we because that we didn't qualify. You know, the way I looking at it, it's really uh, for me uh, let me let me say it like this. You know, this journey, like one month journey. It's started from Israel from pre-parties, mm -hmm. Israel, uh, Netherlands, and London. then London, then Liverpool. I went all of these countries. And before that, I never been another country, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm really, really grateful that really that, that thing, that Eurovision thing happened to us, because we really uh, took so many experience from it. And if I feel sad that uh, I'm not, we're not qualified, mm -hmm. uh, I will feel like I, I'm the most greedy person alive, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because uh, it's just amazing. It it gives us a lot, you know. It's not about winning. It's not about qualifying. It's about you know being just part. having this, being the yeah. part of this, and. You know, I did the everything, you know, mm. everything, like, um, just, it's the same thing, that if you go to the finals, you're just going to do the same thing again. Yep. So, exactly. it's like, I did the everything that people who go to the final mm. did, and so, yeah. it's, an, it's amazing. But you can't shake it off. You're part of the Eurovision family yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's and this this is what is the victory. Yeah, yeah. Of yeah. It. And the, the other victory I find is the friends you make through being part of yeah. the family. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. Um, backstage after the the show itself, did you have any reception yeah. from from the other singers? Did they come to you and say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. San Marino, oh, yes. San Marino yeah. came. San Marino uh, was <coughs> was in so there, but yeah, so they were so sad. And they were like hugging us and uh, yeah, and check, 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 check yeah. girls, check girls. girls. Yeah. They were crying. crying. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but I, you know, for us, you know, I, I told you that I'm not, we weren't get sad. But I saw Malta, they get a little bit yeah, yeah. sad, and I, I really uh, wanted to I say. I felt, I felt sad to throw. Yeah, yeah, you felt sad, yeah. but I didn't saw you. <laughs> yeah, you didn't saw me. The, I. You know, for Malta, I wanted to. I want to say like, there they were like really trying hard. You know, from yeah. the beginning that we met, we were seeing them all the time trying to make content all the time. Yeah, like in the, uh, how do you say? You know, in there. Uh, the, the, that's why I get a little bit upset for him that they didn't qualify. And the Latvia, Latvia performance, Latvia. You know, they're like you know angels from heaven. I don't know. They're they're nice, amazing. Yeah. You know, I love their performance and everything. And Netherlands too. Yeah. What an amazing song. What an amazing staging. And they're what an amazing people they are. I'm. They were, we're so close with them too. And. We hug them, we kiss them, you know, just, it was amazing. Do you think maybe it is, is a, a result of not having the juries in anymore in the semi-final? That was the first semi-final where it's only televoting. Yeah. Do you think maybe it could have been a result from just having public vote? 
Well, I think it was there was jury if jury used their uh, vo uh, voices. I think uh, we might be qualified mm -hmm. because it's it's kind of different song from every uh, song in the competition. Um, that's why I I would think maybe jury would be appreciated uh, for that. Mm -hmm. But it it was not like that this year, so it's okay. No. Your vision winner Elder was part of the team. Yeah. Uh, how did what did he uh, tell you after the result was out? Ah, he's the dearest. He said, he said, you know, the thing that everybody says, you know, uh, it's not the end. It's like the, you know, it's the beginning and everything. We understand that. Like we don't have anything. Uh, to say. Before the uh, qualifying. Uh, to the final, uh, b before the uh, stage, we had this talk with him, and he gave us a lot of power in the, before the stage, and you know, mentality and stuff. Mm -hmm. He's an amazing guy. Yeah, he amazing. is. Yes. I know him for many, many years, and, and uh, yeah, uh, he's a fantastic, fantastic person. Yeah. Um, can you explain to to our listeners what actually happens when you're coming out of the dressing dress dressing room? Yeah. Uh, to the stage, so the, the stations yeah, yeah. you go running through. Can you explain that to how it was? So, because we don't see that. Yeah, well, okay. I'm giving you the yeah. secret. <laughs> mm -hmm. the, you're going into the, uh, uh, the headphones room. In ear monitors? Yeah, yeah, in, yeah. In, in, in ears. You're checking the, the all of it. Checking the sound and everything. Then you're going to the uh, uh, starting place. Mm -hmm. And before you, uh, the other country is going in yeah and you're staying uh, staying the other room mm -hmm. then you're going uh, into the arena in the arena you're standby there the camera and they 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 They're shooting a, a little a, a little video mm -hmm. and then you just go to the stage and they, they, everything is like okay, okay quickly it's a good luck and stuff and that that, yeah, that is that's, that's now you're in the and stage. then you go up to the stage with the stairs and look at the people <laughs> they're cheering up they're screaming and flashes and everything you just slowly looking at them everyone in there and you just walk uh, walk slowly and you go to your uh, a microphone, and then the sounds came in, and then then you focused, then you start, and wow. doing your best. And oh, that's amazing! Amazing feeling, man! Amazing, best feeling in the world. Best feeling in the world. Well, what do you do with your vision again after this experience? Um, well, now we're thinking no. Uh, we're thinking, uh, you know, it's enough. Now that that is our mind yeah mm -hmm. but maybe we'll change our minds in the future like you know but I, for now I'm mm -hmm. thinking it's enough for us okay will you watch the final from here from inside the arena we're going to go to our hotel room and open the screen and have a beautiful pizzas and stuff and kind of party kind of party and, and chill out and, and yeah, just yeah, reflect yeah, yeah. yeah. Chill out. we're just going to ah yeah we like this yeah. when you come back home to Azerbaijan yeah. uh, what's in the planning regarding your career you will be 
doing new music, I When guess. When we go back hope. to yeah. Azerbaijan, sometimes people go back to their countries after Eurovision, they, you know, they relaxing and stuff, they don't do anything for like six months, seven months, and they got forgotten, so we're not going to do that mistake. Uh, we're just going to the, uh, our country, and first day in the morning, we're just going to our studio. Mm -hmm. That's it. Great work. Exactly. And our album. That's yeah, good. Next one. And that's how, how it should be. Like, like yeah. Uh, yeah. it's an experience of your life. Yep. And it it's a damn good experience to yeah, be on that yeah, stage. Yeah. I could not be on that stage. You know, I would. Yes. I would. Shit, my pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really amazing. I, mean, <laughs> I wish you both to our to our next all the best of luck. To, Thank you so to much. Come up with new music and never ever give up. It, it's it's not the end. Yeah. It continues. Now people know you and they expect more music of you. You do have followers. Yeah. You do have followers. Yeah. So they want music from you and and continue. Thank you yes. so much. Okay, stay Thank as you are. So Thanks Thank very you. much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, there go. That's Tural and Turan together. Tural, Turan X from Azerbaijan, the twin boys that sang the song. Tell me more, of course. And by the way, Alika, she reached number eight for Estonia in the grand final. Tural, Turan X, they reached number 14 in semi final one. Hello. Hello. This is Tural Tran X from Azerbaijan. You're listening to Radio International with JP, and this is our song Tell Me More. Enjoy. Azerbaijan.
Tell me more about me You are Tell me you love me, baby More than I try And I just wanna know How do you feel about us right now? Beautiful piece of music there and that's by Tural Turanex and uh, tell me more the entry from Azerbaijan at this year's Eurovision Song Contest and you hear in the background rattling going on is getting ready to come on on the air it's going to be our dear dear Mr. Calendar Man Got all the papers ready now, and I think he's there. Hello, Javier. Welcome back to the show. Hello. <laughs> now we lost him again. Have we lost him? Hello, JP. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. I can. There we go. Welcome back to the show, my friend. Hello. Thank you so much, JP. How are you doing? Good, Hello? good, good. There seems to be a slight delay, so I think I just give the floor to you for uh, giving us the details of what events are happening throughout the summer of 2023. Of course, that's Eurovision events to come. Over to you, my friend. Thank you very much, JP. Of course, I want to say hello to everyone. Greetings from sunny Punta Cana, Dominican Republic. I'm actually having a few holidays, uh, days here right now. I'm having such a great time. Well, so, so you're actually not in Canada right now. You are in the Dominican Republic. We're, we're picking you up to give the, give us the calendar. Wow, that's amazing. That's it, JP. So, yes, this is Javier Leal reporting the Eurovision calendar today, Wednesday, May the 24th, 2023. Get ready for the biggest Eurovision Song Contest celebrations across Europe. So there's J'aime la Vlie, the renowned Eurovision festival in the Netherlands, is set to return from Friday, June the 30th, to Sunday, July the 2nd. This year's edition will feature outstanding performances from various artists. To join the event, visit the website and fill out the Play Me a Memory form. Share your favorite Eurovision song and explain why it holds a special place in your heart. OGAE Czech Republic invites you to their Eurovision Weekend event taking place from Friday, July the 14th, to Sunday, July the 16th. Make sure to save the date. If you're interested in participating in the Fan Song Contest or Fan Eurovision Song Contest, send a brief message to their Facebook account uh, to receive the access code. The entire Eurovision event is excited, sorry, the entire Eurovision uh, weekend team is excited to welcome you in practice July. Embark on an incredible journey with a 2003 Eurovision cruise Sailing from Helsinki on Thursday, August the 24th, concluding in Helsinki itself on Saturday the 26th. An alternative cruise will sail from Stockholm on Friday, uh, August the 25th, wrapping up on Sunday, August the 27th. Don't miss out on securing the best cabins by booking your trip right now. Market calendars for Head Hood Song Festival Fest at the Zigodon in Amsterdam on Thursday, November the 16th. Prepare for a spectacular evening celebrating the Eurovision Song Contest's rich musical legacy and join renowned artists as they come together for this special event. New artists will be announced regularly on their social media channels. Ensure, uh, ensure your admission to be part of this unforgettable celebration. 
And of course, for more information and direct links to this event, visit the Canada website uh, or webpage on our website, radiointernational.tv. And JP, this is all there is for this week. So nice. Thank you very much for, for giving us a brief update there. And uh, soon after the summer, of course, there'll be a lot of... Uh, national final preparations coming up for Eurovision 2024 already so it's the year is so so short with so many events going on but my friend I wish you a fantastic holiday uh, in the Dominican Republic and we're not going to leave until you tell us the song that you have requested and why you picked the song yes so JP today marks my 20th anniversary as a Eurovision fan a milestone that holds a special place in my heart The song we're about to listen to introduced me to the magic of the Eurovision Song Contest. Through its heartfelt lyrics, it beautifully captures the absence of love, longing, hope, and expresses a desire to be the one for someone, to share every moment and create a lasting connection, which has sparked my lifelong passion for the contest. Having placed fifth in a 26-song field with 107 points, is the 2003 Swedish entry, Give Me a Love, by thing. And of course, cheers to countless more anniversaries in the future. Thank you so much. Wow, thank you, my friend, for requesting it. And uh, we'll chat again next week with another update. Have a good good holiday. Thank you. Bye-bye. Nishabi!
they go that is fame from the 2003 Eurovision Song Contest with a song entitled Give Me Your Love reaching number 5 that's it for the first hour already we'll be back with our number 2 and more interviews from the Eurovision Song Contest the national finals the pre-parties and lots more to come in hour 2 3 and 4 Radio International, the post-Eurovision depression cure with Dr. JP. Feel the power. Check this out. You are listening to the ultimate Eurovision experience. Radio International with JP. Hello. Let's go. This is Dilio from Iceland and this is my song, Power. This is Luke Black from Serbia, and this is my song, Tell Me Spala. This is Lit 3 from Croatia, 
And this is our song, Mama Stur. Mama Ljubila Morona. Mama Ljubila Morona. Mama Ljubila Morona. Trajna Nina Armagedona. International with JP. JP. And I'm Cheryl. And I'm Mike. And, and we're, we're Buck Spears. And we're you're listening to JP on Radio International. You gotta speed it up, and then you gotta slow it down. Cause if you believe that a love can hit the top, you gotta play around. But soon you will find that there comes a time for making your mind up. International, the post-Eurovision depression cure with Dr. JP. <laughs> oh yes, when I was a kid, I danced to that piece of music. 
Bucks Face, the winner of the Eurovision Song Contest 1981. Was Bobby, Bobby G, Mike Nolan, Cheryl Baker and Jay Aston. I was a huge fan of them. I bought all the albums, all the singles. And they're still kicking around, not anymore as Bucks Face, but as the face. Bobby G split and he claims the name Bucks Face. But doesn't do anything anymore with it. So, But what was funny was when I was in the uh, arena on the final night, Mike Nolan of Bucks Fist came, came, came up to get, get a drink at the bar somewhere. And, he, and we just bumped into each other. I never met him before. Apart from, uh, yeah, congratulations I did. And then all of a sudden, your hero is in front of you. How nice is that? Another one to write down for my Eurovision stories. <laughs> Anyway, welcome along to hour number two of Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience. And as we're taking a look as part of the post-Eurovision depression cure, we take a look at uh, the contest of 2023. We play you the interviews, we play you the music, of course, give you some of the stories, our thoughts, we're together with my colleagues. And I'll be joined in the next hour by Marcus Keppel-Palmer, the Eurovision Lordship, and that's Of course, we have to do bow. We have to bow when he's on. Okay, and David Mann also coming up in this hour with a birthday file. We got lined up here. It's uh, Gustav from Belgium. We got Mia and Dion from the Netherlands. Ryan Healy from Malta. And there's more to come. Of course, Carrier and Marco Mengoni as well. And Victor Vernikos. And the Eurovision cover spot with David. And all that's happening between now and the end of three more exciting hours of Radio International. And uh, now, I played Bucks Fist to open up this hour. And uh, Javier, who was on in the last hour, was telling me about Bucks Fist that uh, he came across an album in Spanish. And I looked into my, my, my archive, of course, and... I happen to have that album called Bucks Face, El Mundo de Illusion, which in 1982 was released as Are You Ready? From that album now, we play another night in Spanish called Otra Noche, all here on Radio International for all the fans of the Eurovision Song Contest. Okay. 1982. Say, oh, que si, we don't live on. 
Boxface and Otra Noche. The Eurovision Song Contest 2023 on Radio International with JP. And just today an email popped in to Radio International from the city of Liverpool. I expect that it will send out to all the uh, visitors that worked at the Eurovision Song Contest this year. And uh, it's coming from uh, Sophie Shields and uh, as communications and digital marketing executive of Liverpool. Marketingliverpool.co.uk, the website and the email. It's, I thought it was a, quite a nice one because we never had that from any other Eurovision host city. That was Eurovision 2023. Now that the glitter has settled in Liverpool, following on from incredibly successful Eurovision Song Contest that uh, we hosted on behalf of Ukraine, we'd like to take the time to thank you for visiting the city to cover the iconic event. We hope you had a wonderful experience of the live performances at the Liverpool Arena and also had a chance to explore uh, what the rest of the city had to offer during this period. From the Eurovision Village fan zone on Liverpool Pier had to the 24 cultural commissions that took over the city as part of the Euro Festival to everything else in between. There is no doubt Liverpool knows how to party. I can confirm. If you have any questions regarding Liverpool as the host city, following on from your Eurovision visit or are looking for information on future events and activity for Liverpool, please do feel free to get in touch with uh, Sophie Shields, the communications and digital marketing executive of the city of Liverpool. Thank you so much for that. And I, I said actually when I, when I was leaving Liverpool, I want to come back just to to explore it once again. Okay, from that we have got some more interviews. Of course, the city of Liverpool, the BBC and the Ukrainian television put together also the turquoise carpet that we attended on uh, Sunday before the rehearsal shows kicked in. And we did some interview clips to some of the artists we, we have met before, but we haven't met also some of them as well. So let's go and listen to uh, uh, Gustav from Belgium. Coming your way next. Gustav. Ah, hello. hello. How are you? Gustav is here from Belgium on the turquoise carpet. You're living your dream, I guess. Yes, this is quite amazing to do. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful experience. And uh, well, United by Music is the slogan this mm -hmm. year. And meeting, connecting with other people and, and uh, singers. Have you connected with anybody? Yes, I have to say it's been a beautiful experience to, to, uh, to bond with other artists. So, so a lot of camaraderie here. Uh, like the boys from Joker Out have become really good friends. Uh, I'm talking about to Mimikat as well. I think because we have a joint experience now, it brings you more together, and I think that's beautiful. Uh, what did you feel the moment you went on that stage for the rehearsals? It felt like I was stepping onto sacred grounds, because you really feel a responsibility when you step on that stage, and it only made me want to work harder and to perform better. So it's a very good motivational thing for me. Is everything okay for the performance in the semi-final? Yes, I think the first semi, uh, sorry, it's the first rehearsal. We tweaked some stuff. We were on some choreo, worked on some staging, and then by the second rehearsal, I really felt we were 
in the right place and I started to really perform again so I was very happy about that. You're in the legendary city of Liverpool where music really started off in the 60s and uh, have you been able to see something from the town and what well, were the highlights for you? Well I was here in March to do a promotional tour and then I really got to see more of the city than now so I got to see the, 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 the town itself but also visit the Beatles Museum and all that kind of stuff and what always surprises me again now is how lovely the people are and how proud they are of their city and that they're hosting Liverpool, uh, hosting in Liverpool, hosting Eurovision. I find that very beautiful, yeah. And I, I'm, honestly, I would like to go out more, but I can't. But I think the nightlife looks very inviting. But I'm going to have to be a good boy and not go out. <laughs> okay, I wish you all the best of luck. Thank you so much. Take care of yourself. Thank, Thank you. Nice meeting you. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye-bye. The Eurovision Song Contest 2023 on Radio International with JP. Hi, this is Gustav from Belgium. You are listening to Radio International with JP. And this is my song because of you. Enjoy! Belgian. And when the world got me going crazy, I'll carry on. And it's all because of you. Because of you. Gustav from Belgium Because of you The song that he had in the running And he catapulted up to number 7 At the end of the voting sequence 
of jury and uh, televoting. What a good result and Gustav, uh, great guy from Belgium and he, as I said in the his interview, he is living his dream. Right, we have another interview coming your way now and for that we're heading to the Netherlands. Actually, the Dutch entry, um, Mia and Dion. So, uh, it's already a week of rehearsals. Yeah. Um, how's it going with your performance? Is everything in harmony? Yeah, really well. It's really in harmony. Is. It feels good. It feels solid. And, um, you know, so our, our performance, we're on a disc and we have a, a pretty intimate thing that we're doing together. And from the first rehearsal, everything was like working. Technically, it worked. We're, we're still here. Like the disc moves. It's all working. So, we're good. We're getting excited. It's just amazing that it. all the ideas that we've had and we've had to practice and dry rooms where there's no lead screen, there's no smoke, there's not all of that that we have in the arena now and it's coming together and it's working and it feels just like a dream come true that we look back at the videos that we see at the end of the day and it just feels like oh, yeah, it looks there. exactly like what we all envisioned and that feels incredible. What does Eurovision mean for you? So much. I would say connection, yes. expression and love and I yes. think that that's what we've been feeling from our yes. fellow contestants, the press, the fans. It's just a uh, like I feel that the slogan for this year United by Music is so true like yeah. we're all in this together and, and that's me, a beautiful it's, feeling it's an incredible dream that came true like if I could tell myself when I was 10 or 11 years old you're gonna be a Eurovision act one day I would just not believe it that was the biggest dream for me ever so yeah I mean the Dutch media is not always that nice right uh, the people here are nicer yes <laughs> well yeah I mean we've, they, they've, been, they've been a bit rough on us but they're turning around so that's nice and, and like everybody here that we've experienced up until now is just super friendly and, and, and wonderful. And kind. So, veel geluk and veel plezier. And that was uh, Marco Schroeder from uh, Merci Cherie podcast as we work together at the uh, Turquoise Carpet. And so my voice appears on his and his voice appears on, my, on our uh, interview clips there as well. So Mia Nikolai and Dion Cooper representing the Netherlands didn't make it into the grand final, ending up at number 13 from semi-final one with a burning daylight. Hi, this is Mia Nikolai. And this is Dion Cooper. We're from the Netherlands. And you're listening to Radio International with JP. And this is our song, Burning Daylight. Enjoy. The Eurovision Song Contest 2023 on Radio International. With JP. The Netherlands. I don't find any joy anymore from the same old cycle. I don't know what made me happy before from all to zero. Where did I go? Between falling and running, I've been trying to get on my feet in time. I've never been good at crying, always wanted to be the tough type. I'm sorry, I'm just human, I'm losing myself, I'm chasing her. anymore 
And that's uh, Mia Nikolai and Dion Cooper, Burning Daylight, the Dutch entry of 2023's Eurovision Song Contest for the Netherlands. Number 13 in semi-final one. They missed out by three places to get into the grand final. Now it's time to uh, travel to sunny Malta and uh, uh, we have a young artist that we saw passing the points over from Malta, the Maltese jury's spokesperson Ryan Healy, who himself took part at the national final in Malta, coming second to the busker. Here comes Ryan. Speaking to the stars of Eurovision on Radio International with JP. The Malta Eurovision Song Contest 2023. With us now is Rylan Healy, who sings the song in the silence. That's the best way to do it, actually. <laughs> yes. Nice to meet you, Ryan. How are you? Nice How are you doing? Nice to meet you too. I'm very good. I'm very excited. Um, uh, I just finished my rehearsal, and everything is looking good. Uh, we have some minor changes to do, but. You, you already went through the viewing room to see you yes. perform. How is that for feeling to see your own, yourself on the stage? It's very nice because um, this is my first time in Eurovision, so um, seeing your performance, the vocals, the staging, how the visuals are, and you see everything put together. So that that makes it more, uh, how, how do you say, exciting for me because um, it's the whole package that we've been working on. Um, being on stage at that time so yes it's very exciting at the moment and I'm very looking forward for tomorrow's performance semi-final performance yes. you made it through uh, the 200 and something songs into the top 40 basically and then yes. from the quarterfinals into the semi-final that's how it exactly, works exactly. and now you have to be amongst the top 16 yes, exactly to get that ticket to Liverpool yes how bad do you want to go to Liverpool well Eurovision has been a dream of mine since I was very young I've been watching Eurovision since I was um, four years old. I still remember myself at three years old singing Kiara's song, the one that I love. Um, so the Eurovision for me, it's a big thing. So the fact that I'm here with the chance to um, uh, be on the stage at, in Liverpool, it's it's amazing. What is it in Malta that people love Eurovision so much? There's no other country, baby, besides Sweden. But, but uh, in Malta, everybody just adores Eurovision. It's in their veins, actually. <laughs> what is it? I think that that the Eurovision. Um, it's, it's very big in Malta because um, it unites the Maltese people. Everyone watches it. Even those people who don't like it, they watch it as well. And I believe that it's a big platform for us artists to showcase our talent um, uh, outside Malta. So I think that it's, it's very important for us singers to, to, to do what we love. So yes, I think Eurovision is very important for us. Super, that's nice. And uh, you went through the X Factor last year, you were part of, of it. So yes. uh, how was that experience compared to the Eurovision Song Contest experience here in Malta? And what experience did you bring with you from the X Factor? So last year I decided to enter the X Factor Malta. Um, it was a new thing for me. I've never sang in front of an audience before, so it was something very surreal for me. And 
I went uh, stage after stage after stage until I actually won the the, the contest, which which made it which made it which made me feel amazing. Um, I really love being on stage. I really learned a lot from the X Factor um, about visuals, how you ha how you connect with the cameras, how you connect with the audience. It, it's it's uh, very um, you learn a lot from it. So now being in Eurovision it's really helping me I'm taking the points that I took from the X Factor to um, uh, go on stage on the Eurovision stage um, it's a totally different experience a totally different experience but um, I love them uh, individually because X Factor it was a continuous six, seven week, I think, or six week. Um, uh, it was continuous, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. And the Eurovision, it's it's more you focus on your song, your performance, and that's it. So um, they're both different, um, but they mean a lot to me. So yes, I think it's less stress to do the motor Eurovision because when X Factor, you have week by week by week to deliver. Here, it's one time, no. I, I don't know, I don't know, because um, the Eurovision is very stressful because you have your own song and you have to, uh, for me especially, I want everything to be perfect on stage, so the fact that you have to you have to wait until you see the rehearsals, you see the, in the viewing room, you see that everything is going well, so they had they both they are both stressful um, expected was more tiring because it took a lot of weeks uh, but yes this one uh, the Eurovision is, is stressful in its own way because I want it to be perfect so that on that day um, the song comes out exactly as how I want it now we met for the first time this morning and uh, uh, you're pretty calm to me you like uh, a walk that's pretty calm how do you cope with this pressure internally Internally, I think I'm dying. <laughs> but um, what I always say to my friends and family is that I want to enjoy the, this experience. I went in X Factor to learn from the experience as well. Um, but now, since this is something new for me, I want to learn from it as well. I want to meet the other artists, enjoy it with the other artists, focus on my performance, do well. But yes, inside I might be dying, but I try to control myself so that um, uh, once I go on stage, um, I don't mess up. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Wow. Now, you, you won X Factor in Malta, you're yes. taking part at Malta Eurovision. What's the next biggest challenge for you to do? So, obviously, um, I hope that I go through the finals and uh, maybe I win in Malta so that I can um, participate in Liverpool as well. It has been a very big dream of mine to uh, to go abroad and sing. Mm -hmm. um, so that that for me would be something something big. Mm -hmm. I really want to go outside of Malta and meet other artists, learn from them as well because Malta is quite small. It's quite mm -hmm. small. Um, but yes, I think that would be the next step. I produce my own music, um, release my rele release new songs as well. So yes, wow, I'm so very looking forward. Are you are you a full time musician in Malta, or you also have another mm, job? No, I'm actually a full time. Uh, 
a secondary school teacher. So yes, I have to manage <laughs> between the school and uh, and the music. But um, uh, I wouldn't do it any else. What do the kids actually say when they see our, our teacher being on television? Yes, um, after X Factor, they were. They used to tell me the people usually come to you to take photos with you to sign their their autographs, um, autographs. Um, and they tell me we don't have to do that because we have to see you every day. <laughs> um, it, it makes it it makes it um, fun for them and fun for me as well because I know that I have a lot of backup as well from uh, the students from my colleagues as well. Um, it's a very big supporting system and uh, I really love it. I really love the community. Nice, nice. You want to go to the Eurovision Song Contest? What are your favorite? from the past so favorite from Malta or from the uh, let's start from Malta yeah so from Malta I really love Amber Warrior it's amazing um, I love Michaela as well uh, Chameleon mm -hmm. I loved Jemekaz by Destiny let me see what else what else I have a lot of favorites because I always say that we send good songs um, uh, I have a lot of favorites, but I, I think those three would be my favorite. The, the, the I think Amber is the top, though. The top, okay. <laughs> yes. And uh, internationally, what about there? So, I, my favorite, I think, my favorite winner, two, I have two favorite winners, Arcade by Duncan Lawrence and uh, Molidva. Wow. In 2007, yeah. yes, that, that for me is amazing. I am a ballad person, so uh, for me that song is amazing. Um, uh, but I have other favorites like Quédate Conmigo by Spain. Um, I have a lot of favorites from Ireland as well, Ryan Dolan. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so yes, I have a lot of favorites. Wow. Um, uh, I'm a, big, I'm a huge Eurovision fan, so I listen constantly, <laughs> even throughout the year. I have the playlist going on, uh, so yes, I'm do, a very Do you also cover Eurovision songs as you sing them? Yes. Um, uh, Which ones? I think I covered Arcade. The latest one um, is Arcade by Duncan Lawrence. Um, I also covered a lot of songs from 2000 and... If I'm not mistaken, 19 or 18, something like that. What song was Israel? Um, no, I didn't cover a toy for sure. <laughs> um, but I, I, I can't remember exactly. But yes, I love to cover Eurovision songs because I believe that a lot of songs are very my style. So I like to. Uh, um, uh, put my place in, instead of the artist so that I know um, well, that's uh, what my what my uh, style is as well yes. that's really nice well Ryan thank you very much for meeting you and uh, thank wish you all the best much. of luck on the stage thank you you won X Factor so yes. maybe that step could also happen we'll see today. we'll see I'm very excited though Grazie thank, thank you. you thank you yeah that's a fantastic person Ryan Healy love his speaking voice, loved his singing voice as well and uh, on our chat room we have uh, Rafi from Venezuela saying has, he has to go, Ryan Hilly should be going to Eurovision 2024 what a voice and what a cute guy he is, he says there 
Let's go and listen to the song In the Silence that came second in the Malta Eurovision Song Contest 2023. Hello, this is Ryan Healy from Malta and you are listening to Radio International with JP and this is my song In the Silence. Enjoy. Malta. As I go And one day I'll be wise enough to know it all Hold on to hope Cause better days are yet to come to me, I know Oh, no excuses, won't surrender Feel so cold, but I remember Sun always sets, then it comes up, I'll be okay Such a beautiful song. And uh, it's In the Silence by Ryan Healy, the gentleman we saw passing the votes, the jury spokesperson from Malta, Ryan Healy, and he came once again second uh, to the Basca in the national final over there in Malta. Would he have done better than the Basca? I don't I don't know. In this, this first semi-final was so so strong with uh, many votes going to Lorraine as well as to uh, uh, Finland's career, uh, who we're going to have in our fourth hour today on the show. Now, what we also do at Eurovision is we do some Vox Pops. We're going around to ask colleagues and fans what they think um, would win the contest. And uh, let's go and listen to Vlad from Czechia. 
Where are you from? From the Czech Republic. And what's your name, please? My name is Vladimir. Okay, Vladimir. Now, you've been in Liverpool for how many days? I think it's like seven days. Yeah. What's your impression from the Eurovision host city of this year? I really like Liverpool. Actually, it's a great host city. They have a lot of things here for fans. The press center is ready for their journalists as well. So I really like it. Your entry, Vesna, did you have a chance to see them, meet them somehow? Yeah, actually, I talked to them one hour ago. Uh, I made an interview with them. Uh, they are quite nice. So uh, yeah, it was great. It was I great. I see you smiling. You're happy. Yeah. Happy. Okay. <laughs> and uh, you've seen two semi-finals now. What was your favorite of the semi-finals? And what uh, surprises uh, did you discover? My biggest. Uh, Yeah, actually my my favorite song is uh, Lorreen uh, Tattoo, but I also like Karia, so it will be interesting to watch both of them performing in the final. And uh, well, we can see a surprise, maybe. What's your prediction which country will win? I think it could be Sweden still, even if Karia is uh, like behind Lorreen, but I think he will not make it. So Lorreen uh, still, I think she still will get more points like from uh, Jerry's. Thank you very much. Enjoy. Thank you. And uh, now we're going to play uh, the songs a bit later on. Well, let's go and uh, uh, listen to a request that came in from uh, Francesca Santa Borgio some, some weeks ago, I think, a couple of weeks ago or so, or before Eurovision, and we never got to play it, but I promise I will keep it on the playlist. It's coming up right now. It is the song that represented this country at Eurovision. Ukraine. My name is Svetlana Loboda. I am from Ukraine, Enterprises Girl. You're listening Radio International with JP. 2009. <laughs>
Svetlana Loboda and Bima Valentine, the anti-crisis girl representing the Ukraine in 2009. It was a request for Francesca Santambogia in Milano in Bella Italia. Radio International. Oh, I love it. Europe's number one. Eurovision birthday time once again here on Radio International and our list of artists who've been celebrating this week includes two representatives from the Junior Contest two singers who took part in last year's contest in Turin and two from this year's contest in Liverpool and added to those we've got no less than three Eurovision winners Let's start though in Sweden and send happy birthday greetings this week to Nanne Grönvall, a member of One More Time for Sweden in 1996. Nanne has appeared in Sweden's Melody Festival and a number of times and also participated once in the UK national finals. It's happy birthday to Mykita Vlodimirovich Alexeyev, or Alexeyev, Belarus representative in 2018, to Dan Luxman, a member of Telex for Belgium in 1980, to Mareta Trojan uh, for Norway in 1992, to Robin Jukenthal, a member of Malkin Lincoln for Estonia in 2010, to Greece's representative in 1974, Marinella, real name Kiriaki Papadopoulou, to Alcazar member and also a member of Six for One, who sang for Switzerland in 2006, Andreas Lundstedt, to Juliana Pasha, who sang for Albania in 2010, to Azerbaijan's 2014 singer Dilara Kazimova, to Max Mutzka, or simply Max, who sang for Germany in 2004, and to Ari Olafsson, Iceland singer in 2019, who's recently become a father. From the Junior Contest, it's happy birthday this week to Victoria Petrich, who sang for Ukraine in 2008, and to Elizabeth Litzer, who sang for Italy at the 2021 Junior Contest. Turning back the clock, we send birthday greetings this week to Dominique Walther, who sang for France in 1966, to Magda Pham from Iktroya for Poland in 2006, to Athena Manukian, Armenia's singer in 2020, to George Nussbaumer, Austria's singer in 1996, Marlena Mortensen, who sang for Denmark in 2002, to Vladimir Kedzo, Croatia's 2020 singer, to Philippe Lafontaine, who sang for Belgium in 1990, to Switzerland's Cathy Leander from 1996, Sweden's Jill Johnson from 1998, and Silke Viga from Norway 1993. Also cutting the birthday cake this week, Paul Jokella. You know him better as Paul Ray from Sweden's Melody Festival in 2020, 2021 and 2023. Our two artists who took part in last year's contest in Turin, Pia Maria, who sang with Lumix for Austria, and Rosa Lynn, or Rosa Kostandanian who sang for Armenia and whose modest mid-table finish has still brought an enormous international success. Representing their countries in Liverpool at this year's contest, it's a happy birthday this week to Blanka Stekow, or Blanka from Poland, and to Luka Ivanovic, or Luke Black, who sang for Serbia in Liverpool. 
It's a very happy birthday this week to Italian veteran Albano. He sang for his country at the 1976 and the 1985 contests. And birthday greetings to our three Eurovision winners. Anne-Marie David, who represented Luxembourg and took the trophy in 1973, and then, of course, returned for France in 1979. Lena Meyer-Landrut, who took the trophy for Germany in 2010 and returned in 2011, and we'll hear her 2010 winning song, Satellite, in just a moment or two, after we've sent birthday greetings to a lady we saw once again on stage in Liverpool, Ukraine's 2004 Eurovision winner. With Wild Dances, it's a very happy birthday to Ruslana. Everywhere 
The Eurovision winner of 2010. That's it for our number two. Our number three on the way in a couple of minutes.
we go. Radio International, the post-Eurovision depression cure with Dr. JP. You're listening to Radio International with JP. JP. Hi, this is Chris from Lord of Lost from Germany. You're listening to Radio International with JP and this is our song, Blood and Glitter. Blood and Blanca Paloma from Spain. You are listening Radio Internacional with GP and this is my song EAEA. Enjoy! from the United Kingdom. You are listening to Radio International with JP and this is my track, I Wrote a Song. Enjoy! Lithuania. If you wanna see, just open your eyes. If you wanna breathe, let's go outside in the open. Out in the open. There's no need to stay locked up inside. This kingdom is yours and this kingdom is mine. Let me show you. Just let me show you.
this is Yuri from Troll of the Aina. I'm going to be this year's representative for the Eurovision Song Contest. My song is called Run with the Lions. And you're listening to Radio International with JP. I should charge you for this. <laughs> Yuri Veklenko there, Run with the Lions, opening up in hour number three this week on Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience. Or also... Radio International, the post-Eurovision depression cure with Dr. JP. Now, what we have got coming up, i tell you, just the news has hit us during our live show now. Uh, the passing away of Tina Turner. We'll have a little tribute to her and play one of the songs that I, for me, was simply the best. Coming up after we've heard uh, the new song of Yuyus. Run with the Lions, by the way, ended up number 11 in semi-final 2 at the Eurovision Song Contest 2019 for Lithuania. It all happened in Israel, in Tel Aviv. Yuyus' new song is called Saule Pakila, the Giovanni remix. Gonna hear that? That's new, brand new from Lithuania. And then I'll be joined by the Eurovision Lordship, Marcus Kempel Palmer, for a little extended Eurovision Spotlight because we're inserting also a couple of interview clips there from Liverpool. As Marcus will be taking a look back at the Eurovision Song Contest in his eyes. And then in hour number three, we sorry, hour number four then then will be the Eurovision cover spot with David Mann as well as we have Carrier. I had a pleasure to chat with him. Really pleasant guy to talk to him as well. He's quite funny as well in, in the way he talks to you. Uh, and uh, that was at the Turquoise Carpet in uh, Liverpool as well as Marco Mengoni from Bella Italia. But in this hour, get ready for a bit of the busker as well as Victor Vernikos from Greece. And also, our Eurovision newsman had an emergency and cannot join us to deliver the Eurovision news. But it's no problem. We we just uh, replacing it with uh, the tribute to Tina Turner. But now here comes Eurovision's new song on the way right here, right now. Radio International for all the fans of the Eurovision Song Contest. New.
and Saule Parkila, Giovanni Remix, and that's brand new, Hot of the Press in uh, Lithuania there, right here on Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience. Now it's time for doing something uh, what we normally don't like really to do because it's a tribute that means somebody has passed away. Tina Turner, born as Anna May Bullock in November 26, 1939, passed away today. May 24th, 2023, was an American-born and naturalized Swiss singer, dancer, actress and author. Widely referred to as the Queen of Rock and Roll, she rose to prominence as the lead singer of the I Can Tina Turner Review before launching a successful career as a solo performer. Turner began her career with, uh, the, with Ike Turner's Kings of Rhythm in 1957. Under the name of Little Anne, she appeared on her first record, Box Top, in 1958. In 1960, she debuted as Tina Turner with the hit duet single A Fool in Love. The duo, Ike and Tina Turner, became one of the most formidable live acts in history. They released hits such as It's Gonna Work Out Fine, River Deep Mountain High, Proud Mary and Nutbush City Limits before disbanding in 1976. In the 80s, Tina Turner launched one of the greatest comebacks in music history. Her 1984 multi-platinum album Private Dancer contained the hit songs What's Love Got To Do With It, which won the Grammy Award for Record of the Year and became her first and only number one on the Billboard Hot 100. At the age of 44, she was the oldest female solo artist to top the Hot 100. 
Her chart success continued with Better Be Good To Me, Private Dancer, We Don't Need Another Hero, Thunderdome, Typical Male, The Best, I Don't Wanna Fight and Golden Eye. During her Break Every Rule World Tour in 1988, she set a then Guinness world record for the largest paying audience of 180,000 for a solo performer. Tina Turner also acted in movies. Tommy in 1975, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome in 1985 and Last Action Hero in 1993. In 1993, What's Love Got To Do With It? A biographical film adapted her from her autobiography. I, Tina, my life story was released in was released then. And in 2009, Tina Turner retired after completing a Tina 50th anniversary tour, which is the 15th highest-grossing tour of the 2000s. In 2018, she became the subject of the jukebox musical Tina. Having sold over 100 million records worldwide, Tina Turner is one of the best-selling recording artists of all time. She has received 12 Grammy Awards, which include 8 competitive awards, 3 Grammy Hall of Fame Awards and the Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award. She is the first black artist and first woman to be uh, on the cover of Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone ranked her among the 100 Greatest Artists of All Time and the 100 Greatest Singer of All Time. Tina Turner has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame and the St. Louis Walk of Fame. She has twice been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with Ike Turner in 1991 and as a solo artist in 2021. She is also a a 2005 recipient of the Kennedy Center Honors and Women of the Year Award. Tina Turner died at the age of 83 after a long illness on the 24th of May 2003. She revealed in a 2018 memoir, My Love Story, that she has suffered life-threatening illnesses. In 2013, three weeks after her wedding to Erwin Bach, she suffered a stroke and had to learn to walk again. In 2016, she was diagnosed with intestinal cancer. Tina Turner opted for homeopathic remedies to treat her high blood pressure. Her hypertension resulted in damage to her kidneys and eventually kidney failure. Her chances of receiving a kidney were low and she was urged to start dialysis. She considered assisted suicide and signed to a a member of EXIT. But Bach offered to donate a kidney for her transplant. Tina Turner had a kidney transplant surgery on the 7th of April 2017. And she still lived on until today, the 24th of May 2023. Tina Turner, rest in peace and thank you for all the great music and movies you've been giving us through the last years. You are simply the best.
one of the greatest artists that has left us, Tina Turner. And that's the best. It hit number five in the British charts in 1989. Many, many great songs she had and, of course, also albums. And I had the pleasure to see her in a concert in Arnhem in the Netherlands in uh, some many, many years ago. And it was full, full until the roof, this, uh, this venue. And it was a huge venue as well. And uh, it was Tina Turner. Now no more. From there, let's return to the Eurovision Song Contest right now with our dear friend Marcus Keppel-Palmer. Get ready to bow. You have to bow because it's Eurovision Lordship in the house. The Eurovision Spotlight on Radio International. This week... Eurovision Lord Marcus Keppel-Palmer. Welcome back, Marcus. How are you doing, my friend? I, I need to actually to plug you in as well. Huh? <laughs> we can't hear you. Hang on. Hang on. Oh, dear. Here we go. There you are. Are you there? I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me now? Yes, yes, yes. We've been chatting off off uh, the mixing deck and uh, and I completely forgot to to plug you in. And now I just did it and we're ready to to rumble and talk about your vision 2023. <laughs> I can't believe you've censored me. <laughs> did I censor you? You've been censoring me by making me off air. So there oh, you are, oh, JP. Oh, oh. It's lovely to see you. <laughs> likewise, it's likewise. To see Actually, for the listeners, we can see each other through Skype, so that that's quite good. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, anyway, anyway, yes, I, I'm I'm here with a bit of a roundup of of uh, your my my take on Eurovision uh, 2023, which of course I thought was an absolutely splendid television show or series of television shows because yes i wasn't there in liverpool i was uh, watching on the old telly goggle box and uh, i have to say big up to the bbc i thought they did enormously well I, mm. i i was really impressed i thought the presenting team was good i thought the lighting was good the staging was good the whole thing was vibrant it fizzed it was good television experience and uh, I, i thought they they also put together some reasonably good um, interval acts and so of the things jp that i'm selecting as some of my highlights or talking points i want to big up the bbc to start with because i thought there were a couple of particularly brilliant um pieces i thought the opening to the first semi-final was absolutely wonderful with the uh, the little boy and the little girl and the coming together and through liverpool i thought that was great but my absolute highlight was the um, the the duet or, or so between uh, alyosha and rebecca ferguson and their version of ordinary world and uh, to me jp this was the best thing that uh, the BBC did in uh, this year's Eurovision Song Contest. So uh, perhaps we can have a bit of uh, that if you've got it with you, JP. With the biggest pleasure. The Eurovision Song Contest 2023 on Radio International with JP and Marcus.
Indeed, an amazing uh, uh, number there. Uh, Ordinary World by Duran Duran. That was a hit, I think, that in 1983, if I'm not mistaken. And Rebecca Ferguson together with uh, Ukraine's Eurovision artist Alyosha singing this one. Uh, was it semi-final one that they sang this, Marcus? Semi-final one. Semi-final one, I thought so. Wow. Good choice to, to pick this one. And normally you're always picking the, the songs that competed, but uh, you, you uh, did this uh, the first time, I think. 
Well, well, I think the I think you know the Eurovision television show is very much about not just the uh, the songs that are competing, but also everything else that's put around it to make it make it the experience it is. And uh, mm. I, you know, I mean, let's be honest. I think there was a little too much filler at times. I, I could easily have done without Mons's um, qualified or non qualified, which I thought was mm. a particularly useless section. Talking to Dustin, the the you know all of those things actually the show ran too long and it could have could have got rid of that but um, anyway um uh, rather than just choose inter- interval acts let's uh, let's go on and think about some of the uh, the three shows shall we so semi-final one was um, quite strange because it had so few songs on it which which was quite nice but <laughs> You know, there it was, and I think it was. I think most people struggle to to actually not pick nine or ten of the songs that got through. I think the the, the, the break was between it. So I'm going to pick my favourite song from there, but I'm also going to pick a song that I think should have qualified to the final. And uh, big greetings to all of our listeners out there in Malta, because I thought the fact that the busker didn't qualify and indeed as we see from the televoting actually didn't really make it to any televotes was was a real disgrace so mm. my song choice from semi-final number one is the song that should have qualified is Malta and the busker and uh, yeah we're going to play the song in just a few moments but I would like to say one experience that, that we had Mark my colleague who was with me in uh, uh, Liverpool we went to almost to enter the arena and uh, the square outside where all the people are queuing up to get in through security and so on um, the, the the singer of the busker actually came our way and uh, said hello to us and we, we had the chat and then uh, uh, he saw me having my little voice recorder where, where I do some vox pops with with the the fans arriving also and then he said oh now it's my turn to interview you jp and mark and this is what came out of it let's have a listen hello this is radio international you're listening to dave jr from the bosco with me there's jean paul hello we're going to be interviewing jp today so jp how do you think tonight will unravel who do you think will win i think it's going to be sweden but who's your favorite to win sweden is there ah, okay okay and top five okay top five in no particular order no the top five no particular order okay i would say france okay. italy uh, sweden finland and and and, and the fourth, fifth one is difficult it's difficult ah. moving on to mark what do you think <laughs> who is your top five i think the last announcement will decide that sweden uh, wins but finland being really close i also uh, like uh, israel i think that will be top five okay uh, i love austria so this hopefully also makes top five and i think the most emotions on stage uh, is marco mengoni yeah, so that's sure. the yeah yeah well five. i agree with you i think uh, we share the same top five my honorable mentions would be spain and uh, portugal for from for, for mimicat so that was me dave jr from the bosker with me there is jean paul hello do you approve this message approved back to you jp <laughs> thank you very much you do actually quite a good job <laughs> next year you come as journalist for sure <laughs> when the eurovision song contest 2023 on radio international with jp hello we are the, the busker from malta you are listening to radio international with jp and this is our song dance, dance our, our own party. party enjoy malta 
fucked up Might be the drinks or the social tease of anxiety The tension I'm getting The faces I drew on I can't focus, you know me Boys, a ticket talking, I'm gone I feel better in my sweater I got my stereo, I play songs, you know But hey, wait, what you say? Walter's entry to Eurovision 2023 sadly ending up at number 15 in the first semi-final. Dance our own party and uh, I think if there would have been a jury involved, they would have been definitely in the f in the final. Or if they would have been placed in the second semi-final, I think the chances would have been higher for them to be in the final. So JP, you say that the second semi-final was weaker than the first semi-final. In actual fact, I actually think that the the second semi-final had the better quality of songs in. I think the the way that they were presented was was that, and it was less obvious. I much enjoyed the second semi-final a lot more than the songs in the first semi-final, uh, to be honest, uh, JP. And I. I I was uh, talking to some various people during it, and we all agreed that the most unlucky song not to have qualified was one that nobody really likes, but came over really well to us, and, and that was the Boy Scout himself, Victor Vernikos and the Greece. And uh, we think this should have qualified what they say from the, from the second semi-final. And I know you've got a couple of words from Victor coming up, so um, I'll pass it back to you, JP. Thank you very much. And yes, indeed, when in the press centre, or media centre, what it is called now, uh, the Greek delegation uh, brought Victor in and we could uh, have a little bit of a, of, a, of a little interview with him and uh, I interviewed him based on on that he didn't uh, qualify and for a young gentleman of, of the age of 16 it's it's quite a, a tough thing to go through and uh, well, I think he was very brave to do what he did. The youngest performer in this Eurovision Song Contest I think so. How, uh, how do you feel about being in this big music event? I feel amazing. I mean, it's such a blessing to be, to have been able to take a, a part in this in this whole Eurovision journey in this contest. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm I'm so happy that I got the experience that I learned so I learned so much, and uh, I'm ready for the next. You didn't pass from the semi-final into the final. Um, how do you feel about that? 
it's obviously, you know, something that makes me sad. You know, it was a dream. Mm -hmm. A dream dies. But, you know, another one is born. You know, when one door closes and, and others open, I think it was meant to be. I gave it my all that night, so if I think when you give your all, it's just like, it's a higher power telling you it's not meant to be. You have so much courage, courage to go as a young gentleman on the stage sure. to sing in front of so many people. Uh, I'm gonna, and I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it for the next moves that, that, that I'm going to make. I think I'm, I always throw myself in the deep end. I said it to Tim Moore, I said it to everybody. I mean, I throw myself in the deep end, I learn a lot, and I keep moving. I think that's what makes a champion. So mm -hmm. I'm going to keep going. Would you do your vision again in the future? Yeah, for sure. Five more years or so? I'd love it. If I, if I fell in love with the idea again, I'd do it. I love Eurovision, so I, I've experienced it now, and I love all the people here. I love all the, the climate. If I have the right song and the... I truly believe that, you know, I can, I, can, I can offer something good again. I think I offered something very good this year. I, I think I offered something that was very honest, something that was myself. I think I proved a point uh, to to the Greeks and to Europe. I mean, and and I happen to be well-loved by the fans as well. So that's, and it's just, I'm, I'm filled with gratitude, eternal gratitude and and, uh, and happiness. So gonna keep going to keep moving forward with that in my heart. You're wearing now the Greek flag, but I know that you also have uh, Scandinavian roots, I think Denmark. Huh? Denmark, yeah. Denmark. So, you speak any Danish as well? Uh, not, not much, because I was born and raised in Greece and always been mm -hmm. going to international schools. I was also learning other languages like Spanish and Chinese, which I don't speak that well either. Mm -hmm. But I didn't really have any time to you know, study my Danish. We have been traveling to Denmark a lot, but not, not, as, uh, not as much as I would have hoped to, to fully learn the language. But I hope to, in, in future years, to get a hold of the language too. No matter about the outcome of, of this contest, you're part of the family now, so you can't oh. shake that off anymore. <laughs> I, I, wasn't, I wasn't looking forward to it. <laughs> so, uh, have you any favorites from the past Eurovisions, Greek favorites you have? Yeah, you looking sure. back or, And international ones? I loved Amanda from last year, I loved Elena Paparizou. Uh, I love Mons because he was the first song I ever sang live with Heroes. I was eight years old and then exactly eight years later, midpoint of my life, I'm representing Greece in the Eurovision Song Contest and I'm coming up eighth in the uh, semi-final. So oh, <laughs> I came up eighth in the semi-final and I sang my first song at eight and mm -hmm. exactly at 16, halfway point, uh, representing South 20, 26 songs are in the, in the final. Yes. Have you got a favorite amongst those? Mm. Uh, I love them all. I love, I love... I love the flair of France. I love, I love Lorraine's song as well. She's very, it's, it's a good song. Uh, objectively, it's, it's a very nice song. Finland's is fun. I think I just appreciate old music. Czechia's is awesome. I, lo I love old music, honestly. I can have fun with anything and I, and I appreciate old music. I don't know who I'd vote for. I didn't want anybody in the semi-final to like, not qualify to the final. I wanted to see everybody there. Anybody who, anybody who would have not come to the final yeah. before finding out who I would have been sad with and uh, and happy for the people that do go through. So I just I love everybody. I love music and, uh, and I'm, I'm very positive. Do, do, did you have any say in the staging of your song? And did, do, could you say for sure? For sure, they trusted me and they made it about me. Uh, people are saying that you know, oh, they left the kid alone. It's like no, I asked to be alone. Mm -hmm. I asked to be focused on because I wanted my energy to go out there and, and, and for me to fully express the song. Uh, and I think I did what I think I did that well. Maybe it wasn't my best night, but I gave it my all. So I don't think I could have changed song. anything. So yeah. final question is of your vision is over tom uh, after tomorrow what are your plans for the musical future keep releasing music keep writing music I'm, I'm ready to start teasing new music now it might be coming on social media uh, very very soon uh, so I hope the fans love it I hope they stick with me from, from Eurovision and keep going on and, and fall in love with my music and uh, maybe I'll come back to Eurovision someday maybe I won't but I'll keep I'll always keep giving my heart to the fans of music which 
fans of Eurovision or fans of music. You are fantastic and, and we're looking forward to see more of you and your music in the future. Keep at it. Don't thank give up. So much, don't be sad. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Cheers. <laughs> the Eurovision Song Contest 2023 on Radio International with JP. Hi, this is Victor Veronikos from Greece. You are listening to Radio International with JP. And this is my song, What They Say. Enjoy. Greece. Late August. Feet start to shake. Heart starts to ache. Can't focus. Panic, I lay on the floor and I hate that I'm holding on My lungs will break, can't stop to make my mind up Time starts to rain, clouds not afraid of the pain they're giving Anxious the way I'm breathing, can't say that I am longing for it They don't break my spirit Insane and I can tell who's winning Wish this was something I could just ignore Well, you know what they say Lost souls make sure no one loses the way Hurt ones can't stand seeing others in pain And what they say, the Greek entry to Eurovision 2023 ended up number 13 in the second semi-final. And Marcus is saying scouting. He looked like a scout on stage. Indeed, he did. Oh, indeed. We just thought he was a Boy Scout, a hyperactive Boy Scout <laughs> jumping around. And uh, yes, it was it was one of those interesting ones. Uh, I also have to say the Serbian performance was uh, a bit hyperactive as well in the uh, in the first semi-final there. But that was uh, I thought that was unlucky not to qualify um, in a in another way. Um, the best song in semi two is um, the, the, or the one that I thought was best on the night. Uh, I'll be. Um, be 
be introducing in a second, but I just want to make a couple of points. A lot of people said, oh, the jury's had too much weight. They put uh, they, they put Lorene over uh, Finland, over Carrier. Um, so if you were a Carrier supporter, you said, oh, let's get rid of the juries. Um, other people were saying the, the, the holy televoting aspect in semifinals was, was, was a bit unfair. You know, I just think they keep tinkering with the voting and, and I don't think there's ever a solution to it. So I wouldn't have a problem with that. My big issue is the vocals. And I think the whole contest was spoiled by the auto-tuning, the pre-recorded backing vocals. And to me, it's almost like there's the death of a song contest here. It's more of a, well, it is, of course, a television show. It's a performance like that. But if I could make a change, I would require everybody to be singing live on stage and no backing vocals to be pre-recorded. And I think, um, you know, we've had that experiment and it's really taken something away from it from for me. Mm. Anyway, my favorite song um, that uh, I thought was in uh, semi-final two was Australia and Voyager and Promise, which really ended the show in a fantastic way. So uh, if JP, if we can play, play some of Voyager, that would be fantastic it's for me. It's for you. Australia. Ever done anything like this before? Have you ever done anything like this before? If you've never done anything like this before, then you haven't been alive. Have you ever shut all the open doors? Have you ever just walked out and gone? Have you ever just lost your mind when you tried to unwind? Or are you coming right back for more?
what an entry and I think th that song took quite a number of points away from the German entry that ended up last. Voyager from Australia promised the song and they ended up at number 9 at the Eurovision Grand Final. Good band indeed and we got to know them a bit better in Spain, uh, ending up at the same table having breakfast with them and, and they're really, really down-to-earth people and the lead singer actually is from Hamburg. All right. Fantastic. <laughs> there we go. Um, that was, as I say, my top song in, in semi-final number two. My top song in semi-final number one was also the song that we thought was best in the final when at the party I was at. We, we had a vote between all ourselves. Like, and um, the song that came third for us uh, was France. The song that came second for us was the Ukraine. And the song that won in the party was Switzerland, which uh, was the song that, that I also thought was the best in semi-final too and uh, I will um, give you a quick prediction that this guy Aremo will be going places because I think he's got a great vocal he's got great voice and um, I really like the song so maybe we can hear a bit of water gun JP yeah I'm trying here we go running <laughs> okay. up the gramophone here we go. Switzerland
Remo and Watergun. That's a Swiss entry from Eurovision 2023. Ending up at number 20 in the grand final. And Marcus, for the final song, what uh, you have picked, let us know. Well, well, before before I tell you that, JP, I think with Sweden winning, they will push for have more people on stage for the uh, for the next year's Eurovision, and I think uh, hopefully that will mean that all vocals will have to be live. I was also very disappointed with Sweden this year, um, particularly because of the staging. Uh, it took whatever it was a minute and a half to get the uh, staging in and out, and I think that's completely unfair. And uh, I would be saying, unless you can get everybody on and off stage in 30 seconds, you can't have the extra staging that you wanted. So I would just, because the running order's like that. And this brings me to my final point, because my favorite song from the contest, I know it wasn't the favorite of, of the, the live shows, but my favorite song was put on first. And I do think the producers oh and the God. running order is just a mistake these days. They just keep the, you know, I know they want good television, but I think it's just inherently unfair in a competition that the producers can put songs on in positions that they know they'll be forgotten about or, or ignored, and they put the favorites on at another place. And so I would want to see next year to go back to a situation where every country draws their position in the final and uh, go through it with that and it's television and you get people on and off in 30 seconds but having said that jp the song that i liked most and the one i think will stay with me from the 2023 eurovision is uh, austria and uh, Tay and Selena, and of course the song about Edgar Allan Poe. And uh, until we talk again, JP, this is the big KP. It's the Lord, the Eurovision Lord, wishing you all a very merry Eurovision holiday. Thank you very much. Uh, who the hell is Edgar? I don't know. <laughs> Austria. Thanks, Marcus. See you next time. International with JP. Hi, hello, this is Monica Linkita and I'm from Lithuania. You're listening to Radio International with GP. And this is my song, Stay Tuto Tuto.
Nikolai. And this is Dion Cooper. We're from the Netherlands. And you're listening to Radio International with JP. And this is our song, Burning Daylight. Enjoy. I'm sorry, I'm just human. I'm losing myself on chasing eyes. I'm burning daylight. Hello, this is Alessandra from Norway. You're listening to Radio International with JP. And this is my song, Queen of Kings. Here we go. Radio International, the post-Eurovision depression cure with Dr. JP. Hi, this is Kano from Norway. And this is our song, Spirit in the Sky. Enjoy. Can't you stay? Stay with me into the night. Stay, I need you close. You can go back when the sun rises again. Just stay tonight, just stay. Have you seen my spirit lost in the night? The violent night shade, they took away my light. They call us nothing, my name is nothing. Come see me, please see me. Cause I've been running with the demons now. They'll see my fear, they say there's nothing, nothing here. I see your spirit in the sky. When all the lights are dancing. I hear you calling me at night. Yeah. 
And there you go. That is the spirit in the sky. Here we go. Radio International, the post-Eurovision depression cure with Dr. JP. A weekly dose of the post-Eurovision depression cure. And we're into our number four. Kaino kicking us off with Spirit in the Sky. They became the fans' favorite at the 2019 Eurovision Song Contest for Norway. And then they ended up at number six. The uh, jury winner was uh, Tamara Tudevska. Remember that? From Macedonia. And the Netherlands won. It's a mystery to me still to these days how that was possible to happen. Anyway... Netherlands did. Duncan Lawrence is a, is, a, is a good winner as well. But just mathematics that strikes me sometimes. Now, what have you got left in this hour? We're going to have the interviews with uh, Mark Mangoni and also Carrier, the runner-up of the Eurovision Song Contest 2023. And David Mann has got for us the Eurovision cover spot. And we got new songs by Diodato. All that's coming away. But now let me travel back once more to the year of uh, 2019. And uh, the uh, the country we're putting in. Azerbaijan. This is Chingis from Azerbaijan. You are listening to Radio International with JP. And this is my song, Truth.
It's Truth by Chinggis from Azerbaijan at the Eurovision Song Contest in 2019 as well. And he hit number eight with the song Truth. And Chinggis, his family name is Mustafayev. He's got a new song. It's in, in Azeri. To me, it looks like Turkish as well. It's Gözün Babiyevi. Something like this. Let's go and listen to it. New. 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 And we follow that one with a new song of Kaino. That's called Ritma. Sen 
Ritma. Didn't Aiden from Malta have a song called Ritmo? And Kaino did Ritma, their latest single. A big shout out to Olivier van Houten in Belgium, who is kind of their PR guy as well, outside of, of Norway. And before that, Chingis Mustafayev and his new single called Gözümün <laughs> I'm doing like a Marcus Keppel Palmer here. Anyway, let's have the Eurovision cover spot. David Mann is ready in Studio 3. The lights are on red. Radio International. Oh, I love it. Europe's number one. Yeah. You're listening to The Cover Spot on Radio International. Hello and welcome again to the Eurovision Cover Spot here on Radio International. 
Something a little different on the cover spot this time, as we have Eurovision artists, but with one notable exception, they're not covering Eurovision songs. We're casting our minds back just a couple of weeks to the 2023 Eurovision Grand Final in Liverpool and the interval sequence dubbed the Liverpool Songbook, a celebration of the musical heritage of the 2023 host city. John Lennon's 1971 classic Imagine was performed by Italy's Mahmoud, who came second at Eurovision in 2019 and returned alongside Blanco last year, finishing sixth. Then we were greeted by an aerial arrival once again from Netta, Israel's 2018 winner with part of her take on Liverpool band Dead or Alive's 1985 UK number one, You Spin Me Round Like a Record, the first of many chart toppers for producers Stock, Aitken and Waterman. Iceland's Daddy Freyr finally got to perform live at a Eurovision final, having been defeated by Covid in Rotterdam, with the cover of Liverpool girl group Atomic Kitten's UK and international number one hit, Hold Again, from 2001. Melanie Jane Chisholm, better known as Mel C, born in Whiston on Merseyside, had a huge hit with I Turn To You from her debut album as a solo artist after the breakup of the Spice Girls. Cornelia Jacobs, Sweden's 2022 Eurovision representative, performed it memorably with expressive staging that included water and a chair. Liverpool's very own Sonia returned 30 years after being pipped at the post by Neve Kavanagh for Ireland in the 1993 contest in Mill Street. And Sonia was back once more to perform her own Eurovision entry, Better the Devil You Know, with the tones of the much-missed Terry Wogan included in her introduction. And then it was Dutch Eurovision winner Duncan Lawrence who secured victory for the Netherlands at Eurovision in Tel Aviv in 2019 after a 44-year wait. Duncan brought tears to the eyes of many in Liverpool as he performed Liverpool's adopted anthem, You'll Never Walk Alone, a hit for Liverpudlian group Jerry and the Pacemakers in 1963, but a song actually taken from the 1945 Rodgers and Hammerstein musical Carousel. Possibly the first time songwriting duo Rodgers and Hammerstein have had a song performed on the Eurovision stage. Duncan Lawrence was joined on stage at the end by the dancers, the other performers and the hosts for the final chorus of You'll Never Walk Alone and there was hardly a dry eye in the house as we all reflected on the significance of the moment as everyone showed their solidarity with our friends in Ukraine. So enjoy once more the Liverpool Songbook from the grand final of the Eurovision Song Contest 2023. Imagine there's no heaven It's easy if you try No hell below us Above us only sky Imagine other people Living for today Imagine there's no countries It isn't hard to do Nothing to kill or die for 
believe it's one
What a great cover spot as well as uh, Eurovision Interval Act for 2023, which certainly shot tears in, in the eyes of many of the fans in the arena as well as watching on television as well. And uh, big thanks to David for putting it together. Mahmoud from Italy in 2019. He also returned in 2022. Netta from Israel in 2018. And Dali Fair with... Uh, the, from Iceland in 2020 and 2021, Cornelia Jacobs in Sweden 2022. And Sonia, of course, Better the Devil You Know, she was uh, the UK entry in 1993, number two, and Duncan Lawrence, the winner from 2019. You had them all there. Let's go and play back a couple of interviews now with the fans' favorites. Carrier coming up, but first, let's listen to Marco Mengoni as we are once again visiting the Eurovision Song Contest 2023. The Eurovision Song Contest 2023 on Radio International with JP. 
Now, at the Turquoise Carpet, I teamed up with uh, colleagues from other medias, and because the space was a bit scarce, and uh, we exchanged our work as well. So, here's Marco Schröder from Merci Sherry Podcast from Austria, talking to Marco Mengoni. Yeah, Marco, it's your second time at Eurovision, um, and 10 years in between. What is the difference? I'm older than <laughs> I'm older than 10 years ago. Uh, no, I'm joking. Uh, I think uh, the difference is I I did a lot of things during the the last 10 years, uh, a lot of experiences and concerts and albums and you know a lot of stuff. So. This year I'm ready to enjoy every second of this of this experience because 10 years ago I was too young to enjoy every moment. And, and every of your albums coming to number one or number two in Italy, you're you're one of the biggest stars in Italy. It's um, is is it for you something special to to present yourself outside of Italy in Europe? Absolutely yes, uh, but because after the Eurovision in 2013, uh, I started to uh, to do concerts uh, out of Italy. So uh, I did two albums or maybe three albums in Spanish. So uh, I started to to you know work with uh, a lot of countries. So. Uh, so I'm here after 10 years and I did a, a little tour uh, around Europe before Eurovision to warm up and I know I I like that I like to speak I like to to understand and know better other cultures and other uh, music from from everywhere so I'm happy for that. Dua Vita is a very, very emotional song. Is it easy for you to always to fall into the same emotions again? Because we saw it in Sanremo. I mean, we cried with you nearly. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes, I think it's one of my... It's very intimate, this song. Because it's talking about, uh, I worked a lot uh, with my psychologist uh, in the last few years, uh, about my thoughts and my emotions, and so I decided to write this song. Uh, describing the relationship between my daily life and my night life that is not the, the, the life you know in the clubs is the dream life uh, so maybe for that's why it's so emotional to me this song I feel it's, it's very deep for me Thank you very much, Lego. That's the uh, interview that uh, uh, was done by Marco from uh, uh, Merci Sherry Podcast in Austria. Marco Mangoni talking to Marco. <laughs> okay, let's now go and listen to the uh, song as well. 
The Eurovision Song Contest 2023 on Radio International with JP. Hi everyone, this is Marco Mengoni from Italy and you are listening to Radio International with JP and this is my song Due Vite. Enjoy it. Italy. Siamo i soli svegli in tutto l'universo E non conosco ancora bene il tuo deserto Forse in un posto del mio cuore dove il sole è sempre spento Dove a volte ti perdo, ma se voglio ti prendo Siamo un libro sul pavimento in una casa vuota che sembra la nostra Il caffè con limone contro le ingovere sembri una foto mossa E ci siamo fottuti ancora una notte fuori un locale Se questa è l'ultima canzone poi la luna esploderà Sarò gli attirti che sbagli, ti sbagli, lo sai Qui non arriva la musica Tanto lo so che tu non dormi, 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 dormi mai Che giri fanno due vite Siamo i soli svegli in tutto l'universo A gridare un po' di rabbia sopra un tetto Che nessuno si sente così Che nessuno li guarda più i film I fiori nella tua camera La mia maglia metallica Siamo un libro sul pavimento In una casa vuota che sembra la nostra Persi tra le persone quante parole Senza mai una risposta E ci siamo fottuti ancora una notte fuori un Se questa è l'ultima canzone poi la luna esploderà Sarò gli attirti che sbagli, ti sbagli lo sai Qui non arriva la musica e tu non dormi E dove sarai, dove vai, quando la vita poi esagera Tutte le corse, gli schiaffi, gli sbagli che fai quando qualcosa Se questa è l'ultima canzone, sarà gli attirti che sbagli, ti sbagli e lo sai, qui non arriva la musica, tanto lo so che tu non dormi, 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 dormi mai, che giri fanno tue vite. What a beautiful song. Marco Mangoni, a really great singer. Second time at the Eurovision Song Contest after 2013. He returned 10 years on with Due Vite. And that one made number four. He bettered his result from 2013 when it was L'Essenziale. Speaking to the stars of Eurovision on Radio International with JP. The fans' favorite right now. The one that won the semi-final one voting of the fans. The public vote, in fact, yes, there was no jury in the uh, semi-finals. And what a thrill towards the end of the voting. Carrier took off his, his top. 
his costume there. He wore the green kind of jacket there. Let's go and listen to the interview I did with him at the uh, Turquoise Carpet. Kerry, nice to see you again. You're yeah. now on the Turquoise Carpet at Eurovision 2023. Now, you are one of the favorites of this contest. How much pressure do you have on your shoulders now? Uh, it's, it's the old special for me. And uh, it's so, so nice to think, uh, uh, when I think that thing, uh, here are so many people who support me. That means a lot, because small men from Finland come here, Eurovision, Liverpool, and uh, people around the world like Karia, that thing is awesome and uh, I'm so happy and uh, I just do my best and uh, that this is the one lifetime be here. Uh, I try to win. Now, what, something what is coming from you onto the audience is a lot of energy, your performance and your happiness. So what gives that to you? Oh, of course, when uh, when in life uh, happens good things, uh, family gives energy, uh, my friend. Uh, when you have to around you the good person, and uh, you have to good things happen in your life, then you are happy, and you can give power and to take power. When you take power, you can give power, and uh, maybe that's the thing why I'm like that. <laughs> You're an amazing character at Eurovision and I really am uh, embracing the song Cha 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 you have. You're going to be performing it on the semi-final. You're competing with Lorraine. We talked about this before. But um, is everything ready for the performance on stage or you still have to change something? Uh, everything is ready. But uh, yeah, we have some problems when we the second time they do that. Uh, but uh, we fix it, the things, and uh, I hope so. There is everything okay now, and uh, tomorrow, let's see what happened. <laughs> forward to this, and yeah. uh, you're in Liverpool. Also, we have to touch on this. It's the city of Eurovision this year. Have you been able to go out and see a little bit of the city? And yeah, yeah. Yesterday, I was in uh, football in the Liverpool place to Brentford. Okay. And uh, I love it so much, uh, and I love uh, Liverpool. I little bit walking around here and watching the place, but uh, okay, I'm so busy here. But uh, I think so. We we uh, we have time one week here, and uh, of, of course we have a lot of things what we have to do. But uh, I hope so. I have I get some day when I can the more around the, and walk in here and check the place because this is nice and people here are very nice and crazy. Kelly, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. All the best of luck and I love your outfit. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. Hello, this is Karia from Finland. You are listening to Radio International with JP and this is my song. Cha cha cha. Finland.
tulossa. Pidä kaksi käsi kiinni juomista niinku. Fans' favorite at the Eurovision Song Contest, Carrier and Cha 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 Cha. <laughs> it came second, the runner-up to Lorraine. Congratulations once again to both for this fantastic result. And uh, now, remember, remember this. Let me take you into the magic time machine once more. Poland. Hi, this is Cleon Donatan from Poland. You are listening to Radio International with GP and this is our song, Mysłowianie. Enjoy. Let's make some butter.
Donatan and Cleo, Ma Sloviani, and uh, uh, it's called in there also We Are Slavic. That's what, that's what it translates to. Number 14 at the Eurovision Song Contest 2014 for Poland. And now Christoph Miskovic, Christoph Miskovic, that is, when my teeth fall out when I say this name. And uh, he said, there's a new song by Donatan out, uh, and it's Nia Ross singing the song No Go. New. Thank you very much. No go by Nia Ross. And that's it almost for the show for this week. Thank you very much for your company. But let me take you uh, back into a classic year. 2005. You now can call it actually. Radio International. Eurovision Gold with JP. Hi, this is Kiara from Malta. And you are listening to Radio International with JP. And this is Angel. 
Well, thank you very much to Marcus Keppel Palmer for the Eurovision Spotlight, David Mann for the Eurovision Cover Spot and the Birthday File, to Javier for the Eurovision Calendar, and to you for listening. Oh, I didn't miss anybody. And of course, to all the artists that stood our interviews, to Mark, to Marco. <laughs> we'll be back at the same time next week with another edition of the Post Eurovision Depression Cure Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience. And I promise you, next week we're going to have two songs of Diodato on the show, two ones they released, they released in March. Take care, playing out with the number two sound of the Eurovision Song Contest 2005. Malta's Angel Chiara.